Last time on We Need to Talk. So we're setting off the car alarm, and she's just kind of freaking out. She, maybe that was just a freak incident. Like I, I, like I gotta go. I gotta go again. Like maybe I made them act that to crazy. To his house, and it was at night. And it, I pull into the driveway, and it's a, it's just a house. It's a nice looking house. But they were they were a couple of years younger than me. Um, and I, uh, I asked them. One of them had uh, had cat makeup on. using this dating site called OkCupid, and I wasn't having very much luck. So I was chatting with all these cute girls and stuff, and they seemed pretty interesting, and the problem I kept on having was you start a conversation with them, and it'd be going pretty good, and then after like two, three months, you try to like, hey, you want to meet up sometime, maybe for some coffee, or maybe for something else, and they would just stop messaging. And it was getting really frustrating because it's like two or three months of messaging and being pretty diligent and, you know, actually taking the time to write up these thoughtful responses and just getting dropped like that because you're trying to actually do something with it. It's kind of annoying. It's like, are you here for dating or what? So two to three months, that's a really long time. I feel yeah, like I feel like if I was hitting it off with somebody on it, I've never used online dating, but if I was, I wouldn't wait two to three months to ask them to hang out. I'd talk to him like two or three times and then be like hey you want to hang out so that's the method i tried taking a few times didn't work and you know have i tried, you tried to... ignoring them because you might have more luck maybe maybe have you tried pumpkin festivals uh no but i've heard they're pretty terrible yeah they are it depends on where you go really but yeah you know you try to like hint that you want to do something with them but you don't quite like make it obvious so it's like you say oh yeah i heard about this place and uh Dover, and they have a great coffee shop. Have you ever been there? And, you're, you know, you're trying to get her to say, oh, yeah, uh, I haven't heard of it, or I have heard of it. Maybe we should go there. And that's what you're trying to get them to say, but they don't take the bait, so it's pretty frustrating. Oh. So you were asking, you wanted them to kind of be like, oh, hey, we should go there. Not necessarily, but I wanted to see if they were interested in maybe going there, or maybe showing interest, you know, like, because getting this, this asking, hey, you want to go do this, is a little, little intimidating, you know. So I was just trying to see if they were interested and trying to get their idea. Like, oh, yeah, I'd love to go there. or That might be a good place. Did you, have, did you ever try just being intimidating? Yeah, and that didn't work either. Sending them pictures of bears late at night, um, asking them if they like roller coasters. You should definitely try smearing toothpaste all over your body and just taking pictures. I've heard that. Uh, but they- don't send them. <laughs> i've heard that dick pics work pretty well but i don't know no no i, no. I don't i you need my permission to send pictures of me oh do not ever send dick pics this is the worst thing you can do when a girl gets a dick pic what we do is we look at that and go why the fuck did he send this to us this is the fucking stupidest thing. like it doesn't even look that big See, I don't know, because my ex, she said my dick looked pretty nice. So maybe they'd look at it and say, hey, this is like a work of art. Was it while you were in a relationship, or was it while you were courting her? It's while I was in a relationship. Okay, then. That's different. Was it wearing a nice Santa hat? 
Okay, I didn't send a dick pic. She looked at my dick and said, yeah, it's pretty nice. Okay, that's, okay, well, that's, that's a completely different story. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I have yet to send a dick pic, so. You could send a dick pic of somebody else's dick. Wait, Steve, was it pretty nice? I mean, we might find out at the end of this date. I was trying to allude to the fact that you were the girlfriend. I know, and I was trying to allude to the fact that we're on a date. Well, yeah. fuck yourself. Don't have to. No. Well, the date Do was kind of going a bit sour when you started requesting uh, other dates during the date. It's a little, a little, a little douchey. I mean, I just like to know, you know, when you're doing certain things. Just because I pull out a calendar doesn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> so. I need you to map out when I can see you. So you you whip out a calendar. Oh, wait, that's my story. So you're having a lot of struggles finding a date. Um, people don't want to meet up. Uh, I assume this is getting towards somebody finally does. Yeah, so I find this girl, and I don't even really look at the picture at this point. I'm just kind of trying to find someone. I read I read the profile, and they like Back to the Future, and that seems... So she oh, okay. was 62, <laughs> so, so looking for love. So the longer you go striking out, the more you delve into, okay, my standards don't exist anymore. <laughs> as long as they're alive, let's do this. But you got a much. heartbeat? That heart is mine. <laughs> That's why they call it OK Cupid, not fucking Fantastic Cupid. <laughs> You're like, eh, Cupid. <laughs> That's my dating site. You're like, meh. Okay, so your standards are on the ground. Yeah, and to give some context, she was maybe 28 and I was 23 at the time. What the fuck is wrong with 28, Nate? Well, it's just a big age difference between a guy and a girl. Usually guys date girls who are younger than them. But What's wrong with that? I'm not saying anything's wrong. I'm just saying it was a little, a little different. Just stating facts. Just just stating the facts, Nate. So you're out with this older girl. Yeah, and uh, I knew... What woman? Yep, yeah, she was a woman. And <laughs> so we decided to actually go bowling. And Oh, God. This is probably a bad decision because girls don't like bowling. I love bowling. What the mm, fuck are you talking girls about? Girls hate bowling. I love bowling. Every once in a while, there's a girl that likes bowling, and they usually are very competitive with bowling. So it, it's you gotta really like it too, if you're a girl. I mean, are you like competitively bowling these women? Because that's really annoying. If a boy, if a boy is gonna like compete with me on a date, I don't want. Uh-uh. Are you competitively bowling her, like throwing her at the pins? That would be fantastic. Uh, I might be, but uh, th- that that's another date. Oh, okay. Continue. And this particular date, you guys went out bowling, and she was not into bowling? So I pull into the parking lot, and I'm there early, of course, because that's just how I do it, usually. And I'm trying to figure out if she's there or that, and she, she's not. And so I wait for her car to pull up, and uh, I say, oh, is that your car over there? And she's like, uh, I-, I don't know. And so I was expecting her to get out. She didn't. So I have to, like, kind of walk up to her car and kind of, like, you know, like, I'm right here. And she's like, oh, okay. So she gets out and... Is that, is that your car? That, I don't know. <laughs> she was clearly terrified. I, I don't know. It's, where is my car? I don't... <laughs> I, I was... It's because she was really 60 fucking eight years old and she could not remember she where li- she had She really didn't know if she was in a car or not. <laughs> so, like, she didn't... The My point being, she didn't try to, like help you guys find each other 
Right, so she told me what her car looked like, and I was pretty sure that was her car, but uh, it was kind of dark out, couldn't quite see, and she didn't really help me out with the whole finding her and stuff. Like, I just pulled in, I'm parked next to a light post, my lights are on, let me honk the horn, like, anything. I'm standing up. I was kind of expecting her to get out or something, because I'm like, oh, I think I see your car, uh... And she's like, didn't do anything, so I had to like walk up, and then I had to text her as I was walking over. And this is that's awkward. I'm the card that's blasting Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, uh, I think we're at the wrong parking lot. Um, I I'll gotta just go. Cancel this date, okay? So the first thing I notice is she is not very attractive, and I don't want to be like mean, but I'm like, oh, okay. I, I was expecting something a little hotter. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's what I get for not looking at the pictures. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, um. And she's also, like, a little midget. I mean, okay, she's a little person. No, she's not a little person. She's just very <laughs> short. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, scale of 1 to 10, how short was she? Uh, she was a 4.9. Oh, okay, so... I don't remember going on this date with you, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you think that was, like, legally she was considered a midget? Uh, I believe the legal limit is 4.8, so she was very close to uh, being legally within that, uh... The, the, apparently that term's not PC, so whatever the term's supposed to be. I, I don't care what the term is. I think like it's a if, little person. If I, I if know. I get all of the all all people who are under the average stature angry at me, I really don't care. They can suck my dick. They're down there anyway. <laughs> so you're on a date with an ugly midget. <laughs> she wasn't ugly. Is this like I was? I was like, oh, okay, I'll go with this. Anyway, so we we go into the bowling alley and it's it's pretty loud in there. Like we decided to go on the rock and bowl night where they kind of bring down the, the house. Yeah, you know, bring down the house. There's all these lights and stuff. It's black lights. If you're white shirts, you look pretty awesome. And they have some rock music and it's usually pretty fun. So if the Ku Klux Klan went there, they would look bitchin'. They would be rock in out. That's a great point. Can you imagine the KKK in their full garb out in public at Rock and Bowl, fucking wearing, bowling a tent. wearing bowling shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they like have to slip off their normal shoes, and you see them tying up. And like, hey, bub. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so you're not there with the KKK. You're just there with the midget. Right. Right. So we, you know, get up to the little counter, and we're deciding to, you know, go bowl. We get a whole little aisle to ourselves you can get it for i think three hours that day it's a, it's a special so they it's like 17 bucks and you get it for the whole night that's the whole idea with rock and bowl that's a great price we should do that we should we should do that right after this but go on so i decide you know i decided this like even if, even before i met her in person that i wasn't gonna pay for her because you know I, i'm a feminist i don't I, you know men are equal to women and plus she has a job that pays more than mine so she was going to pay for herself. And she did not like that. She she didn't like that at all. Did you ask her, um, like, how do you want to handle this or anything like that? Or did you just go straight up to the counter, pay for yourself, and stand back and let her go? Uh, it's pretty much that. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, not quite gentlemanly. Um, at very least, if you're going to offer the opportunity for her to pay for herself, you know, bringing up, uh, hey, how do you want to handle this situation? Um, that then she at least feels obligated to say, oh, well, um, either I didn't bring any money or uh, I, I got myself or something along those lines. It at least gives her the opportunity to back out. 
yeah, yeah, and, you know, she she, she called me cheap. Uh, she's like, oh, that's kind of cheap of you. Okay, fair enough. And so, you know, we get our bowling shoes, and it's already a little bit of a weird start, I guess. And uh, the alley we go to is right in front of the speaker. Like, literally, the, the, the big loudspeaker that plays the music, it was right in front of it. And they had the music really blasting. Now, if you're, like, halfway across the bowling alley, it'd probably be like, this is kind of loud, but you can, if you yell loud enough, you can have a conversation. Where we were standing, you couldn't have a conversation. So did you uh, go up and ask for a different lane, saying that that one, that one was a little too loud? Well, what I did was uh, we started the game, and uh, she kind of sucked. And I thought, you know, men and women are equal. I want to just, just play this game out. Like, I don't want to, like, hinder myself. Because that would be kind of shitty of me. So I, 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 I just played the game. And she ended up scoring about a 43 the first game, and I was about a 98. So you played as hard as you could. Uh, yeah, yeah. Completely showing off here. I would have done the same thing. That does not surprise me. So I'm trying to have a conversation with her, and it's going back and forth like, what, what? And there's a bar kind of like right around the corner. Uh, it was within the bowling alley, and so I I take her in there, and we just kind of have a talk, and she gets a drink, and I don't drink, so I didn't get a drink, and, and you know she paid for her own drink, of course, and so we're having conversation, going back and forth, and uh, it's just, it was a decent back and forth, it wasn't that terrible, but you know it's just kind of small talk. What do you do? Uh, have you been on a date before on OKCupid? And back and forth, and something we both agreed on is, like, it's not none of this bullshit where you kind of, like, don't go actually go on dates. The whole point of the site is going on dates. So we agreed on that, at least, which is why, we you know, we dated within, like, three messages. But back, back to bowling, and uh, I end up beating her again. Uh, we actually go to the arcade stuff, and, you know, I actually paid for some of the arcade games. It was very generous of me. Oh, how generous of you to pay 50 cents for a fucking game. Well, some are more like a dollar, so that that's... Wow, I'm really impressed. So when you guys were corrected. when you guys were at the bar, she was drinking a drink. Were you drinking nothing at all? Uh, I had a bottle of water myself. It, okay, so you bought a bottle of water. Yeah, and she asked like, "Oh, you could have just bought a bottle of water." I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait! You didn't you you brought one?" Well, yeah. Well, see, I was in there. You know, this was on the first round of bowling, and. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm thirsty. She's like, oh, well, there's a vending machine over there. I'm like, oh, I'll be right back. I'm just going to grab a bottle of water from my car. <laughs> so you left bowling, went out to your car, and grabbed a bottle of water. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you were very committed to spending as little money as possible. Yeah, she called me cheap after that as well. Fair. I'd um, say that's pretty fair, yeah. You know, in the in terms of dating, that you know, classically, you would be very much considered cheap. Um, with the right woman, in the right circumstances, you would be considered very thrifty and therefore very desirable. But in this situation, uh, that seems like it might have not been the correct decision. And I find it extremely interesting that even after she made the first comment, you were still dedicated <laughs> to not spending any money. I mean, are you kidding me? Two fucking dollars for a bottle of water? Why would you spend two dollars on a bottle of water when you have it in your car? My point. <laughs> <laughs> so she, you guys go to the bar and you're drinking your brought bottle of water and you can't even buy her a drink? 
Well, I don't drink alcohol. I mean, I'm not well, going to support our it's, it's not for you. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's a point, but, you know, alcohol is expensive. You got a question, Nate. What's that? Are you single right now? Uh, currently, yes. That I'm that in itself surprised. is a, that in itself is a tragedy. I mean, I think that this date right here is going extremely well. Yeah, you um, might not be for too long. I don't. I'm not offended by the fact that you haven't been willing to pay for anything at all. Um, I'm not offended by the fact that you brought your own meal rather than buying one out here. Um, but you know, that's because you're a feminist, Steve. Exactly, but I, I think that. If she was willing to say that you were cheap, she was starting out the date with the wrong frame of mind and not and she was starting out negative versus starting out, you know, thinking something positive of that. Like she expected something free. Uh, so she just wanted a night out with a whole bunch of free shit versus possibly going into it with a different frame of mind of I'm going to pay. And then if you had offered to pay, that would be a bonus. I think that there's different ways that you can come into a dating situation. And if you come in not expecting it, then it's a blessing if they do and not a letdown if they don't. You bring up a really good point because I, the very few dates I've actually been on, like that qualifies as a, an actual date, I always go into it thinking, all right, I'm going to pay for myself. And then if a guy pays for me, that's like a fucking bonus. Exactly. But I'm never expecting them to because I'm a strong, independent woman. I'm a strong, independent woman and I don't need no man. Now, if he doesn't pay for you, are you kind of disappointed? No, because I'm already expecting to pay for myself anyway. Right, right. I mean, to be fair, women are like kind of, it's, we're indoctrinated to think that a man should be paying for us because we're delicate little flowers. But, I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily a necessity to have a good date. I don't think that if a man pays for me or doesn't pay for me, it's going to affect whether I think that they're a good mate or not. Really, it's all about the ass. Now, I go into a date expecting to pay for both of us, um, or in some cases, all three of us. And if she offers to pay for herself, I'll usually turn it down. But I think that that's... Um, an extremely attractive thing. And especially if she just does pay for herself or, which does happen on rare occasions, pay, she pays for both of us. That's like so huge that she's not only willing to... I feel like when somebody's paying for the date, they're saying, I'm willing to invest money into us having a good time. Both of us having a good time, not just, you know, I'm going to pull my weight and nothing else. It's I'll I'll pay the money to have us have a good time. Um, you don't need to worry about anything. And it kind of takes the stress off of the other person. Um, while it also shows that I'm loaded, and even if that's not the the truth, that's what they're going to think. And that's all that matters to me is what they think at that moment. So if I can put across this persona that I have a lot of money, even if I don't, then that's a much better chance that they're going to want to go out with me again. So... I don't think that's necessarily fair. I don't, I don't, like, I think that some women, yes, that's true. I think that they will think, oh, I, I need to date this guy because he has fucking money. But I th also think that there are women out there, myself included, that could give a shit less if you're loaded or not. That has no effect on what I personally think. Like, if you turn out to be an asshole, 
I don't give a shit if you're loaded or not. I don't want to date you. I'm probably never going to see you again. But it, if you're really you... sweet and you're fucking poor as fuck, you know, I'll give you a shot. It, Basically, it, I date bombs. It's all about how you play it. Because if you play it off as, um, you, you can't just be like, oh, I'll pay for that. And then you're like whipping out your bag of coins. Like, that's not going to work. <laughs> you need to be super casual about it. And like, you just throw money around. And then like, you tip really well, which I do anyway, just because it's a service industry and they don't get paid enough anyway. But like all the little things and it's the little things that you pay for that really add up. The big things are easy to pay for. Uh, it, it's the little things. And then when you think back, when the woman thinks back at the end of the date or the man about the, the date and says, oh, wow, he paid for this little thing and this little thing and this little thing and this little thing. And he drove a nice car and he wears a big watch and he's got a huge dick. Like, obviously, he's got tons of money. And that's what really drives Obviously. them. And then if you're somewhat charming or, you know, like me, completely like off the charts charming and, you know, a little bit interesting and you show you're interested in them, it's basically hook, line, sinker. Right. So I was going off the whole charm <laughs> method here. And so we went to the arcade and, and that was all right. Had some conversations. We could actually hear each other there, which was, which was better. But... We go back to bowling for another round, and uh, I score even higher. She scores a little bit lower. I think she scored like 39, scores like 112 or something like that. And I don't know. I, I usually don't do so good bowling, but tonight I was doing really well. You were on point. So we took a little break, and we were just kind of like chatting, you know, in front of the speaker, not really being able to hear very much. And I'm trying to do some forking with her. So I'm like trying to put my you know, hand a bit closer to her, you know, maybe on our leg. But then I put my hand on her leg, and she gets kind of like, like, she, no reaction. It's not like, she's like, she's saying she's comfortable with it, or she's not saying she's uncomfortable with it. She's just kind of like, no, no reaction. So I'm like, okay, she's not comfortable with that. So I put my hand away, and then she kind of seems like she wants it back on. So I'm like, okay, so I put my hand back on. And it's going back and forth like this, and, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um... And then, then I brush her hand a little bit, and it's like, does she want... I don't know if she wants physical contact. I think she does, but I'm trying to, like, read a mind that's not there. Wait a second. You brushed her hand? Like, like got a brush? <laughs> How no, hairy no, was no. she? Was she a hobbit? Uh, Did you date a hobbit, Nate? Well, she wasn't quite hairy, but height-wise, yes. So you're doing the hokey pokey, left hand in and out on her leg. <laughs> um, you're brushing her hair. Her hand. Oh, you're brushing her hand. <laughs> Go. She's not giving you clear signals. Right, and at this point, I'm feeling like maybe she's, like, really attracted to me, but maybe she doesn't even know if she's, like, she, I think she's attracted to me physically, but I'm not sure if she's attracted to me, like, emotionally or, you know, intellectually. And so I'm trying to bring up these conversations we had, like, on OkCupid. Okay like, about her running and her doing this or doing that. She said she was really into running, and I was saying, oh, I might want to get into that. And she wasn't really giving me much there as far as, like, conversations. Like, oh, yeah, I want to do a marathon. Oh, okay, what's that like? I don't know, you run a bit. It's like, oh, okay. I got, I got a little hint for you, Nate. If they're not attracted to you mentally... They're not attracted to you physically. I don't think that's always true. But I think that if she was having short answers like that, she wanted the date to end. Yep. See, this is this is where it gets confusing. So the third round of bowling comes around, and it's getting kind of late now. Uh, this was like the last round. And th this one, I decide 
ah, you know, I'm kind of being a jerk by not letting her win. So I'm going to let her win this one. I'm not even going to try. And I put absolutely no effort into the last round of bowling. I score 143. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, I was expecting you to beat her. <laughs> but, you physically raped her. <laughs> but like... I'm like, oh, he's going to score like a 30, and she's going to score like a 29. No, 143. <laughs> like, I was getting kind of pissed off because, like, I threw a ball. I thought it was going to be a gutter ball. It ended up going spinning. <laughs> strike. You bowled the best game of your life. It really was. I didn't score any better than that. So now you know what to do. And you could be a professional bowler now. You just have to be completely uninterested. Yep, yep. And uh, so after that, uh, she called me cheap one more time. Uh, For a particular reason this time? Uh, I don't know. I think we we're talking about uh, cards and stuff. And uh, she was saying she makes car payments and all this kind of stuff. And I think she was doing leasing. I was saying, I'm not, I'm not really about that. You know, I like paying for my car in full. Because I don't want to, like, pay the interest. And she's like, well, that's kind of cheap, isn't it? Did she not get the fucking point the first, like, two times she called you cheap? I'm confused. Wait, wait. So not wanting to pay interest is cheap? I think that's just smart financial decision making. I, I, I don't know. I think she's just looking for an excuse now. Oh, okay. I, I actually full whole, wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. I don't want to pay interest either. But, so, we're kind of hanging out in the lobby. We just, like, maybe 20 minutes to close, and... I'm trying to read her body language, because this was the hardest part about this date, is her body language was like reading a dead fishes. And she's not she's not giving me anything to work with. And she's talking about a few subjects, and I'm trying to figure out how to play off them, and I'm letting her do some talking. And this is actually where our conversation got pretty good, because they started lowering the volume on the... started lowering the volume on the rock and bull stuff. So, well, let's let Zeppelin and ACDC... And a lot more talky. So, it's pretty good. But, you know, the date was wrapping up to an end. It's like 11.30 at night. And so we decided to walk out to the car. And I, I worried about this psychology thing about, like, leading and stuff. So, I was trying to figure out, okay, does she want to talk more? Does she want to talk less? Does she want to go? Either either one's fine. I don't really care. Like, I, I just want to kind of play this by whatever. So, I started walking. And she started following my footsteps, right? So, she's kind of leaning behind me. And uh, I would stop. And she would stop. And then I'd start going a little bit. She'd stop going a little bit. She'd stop. And Wait, were you, were you guys being chased by a serial killer? Or... Uh, no, <laughs> just having a conversation. And I can't really talk and walk at the same time. And there's, there's also this thing where you, you kind of get into these kind of poses where, uh, how you put it? It's like... <laughs> like in pictures, you like just walk along and then stop. Pose. Strike a pose. So it was matching you're talking to someone you cross your legs, right? So this kind of indicates you want to keep talking because it's a hard position to get out of. So she was kind of getting into these positions, and I'm like, okay, so she wants to keep talking. That's that's fine. But then verbally, she was kind of like saying, okay, let's, let's keep let's keep going. But then she keep on bringing up subjects that would be stuff to talk about. So I'm getting like all these mixed messages. Like, do you want to talk more? Do you want to keep talking? Do you want to stay here? Do you want to walk, keep walking? And we eventually make it to the car and. She tells me, oh, man, my arm really hurts. And I'm like, oh, oh why's that? She's like, you know, I actually have, like, an arm issue. Like, my joint doesn't fully go like this. 
and this whole bowling thing killed my arm. <laughs> so she could have out bowled you if her arm hadn't been all messed up. So why did she agree to go bowling? Right? Knowing this. I don't know. And I was just like, oh. so, so this is what I said. Uh, I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, I, I didn't know. Uh, you know, if there's ever like a, something like this that happens again, just let me know. If there's something you can't quite do or, you know, something that would make you uncomfortable, just let me know. And, I, you know, we can work around that. We can do something else. That's completely fine. And she looks at me and she said, that, that's the rudest thing anyone ever has said to me on a date. I, I can't believe you said that. What? <laughs> what? And so I'm kind of like thinking like, what? So I, so I was like, uh, I don't quite understand what's rude about that. Uh, like, I want to make sure you're comfortable. And if this is hurting your arm, like, it's important for me to know that. Because that way I can kind of, you know, acclimate to it. Because I don't want to hurt your arm. And, you know, it's not like I could have known that. And you, you agreed to bowling, so I thought this would have been all right. Uh, if we want to do candle pins, that would have been something you could have suggested. And I, I didn't want to put you into the situation. She's like, well, you did, though. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, okay. So, well, I, 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 for the most part, enjoyed the day. I mean, I think the whole wildness and everything was bad. But this is exciting to do. <laughs> and so after she makes it very clear she's had an awful time and her arm hurts and she's trying to pin it all on you, you're like, well, I had a good time. <laughs> I thought this was a good day. <laughs> this is the most successful date I've ever had. Well, so she walks away into her car and she's like, oh, yeah, I was just kidding about all that. <laughs> oh, my God, Nate. You met your match. She out awkwarded you. And then you went back inside and she bowled 146. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she was interested in a second date. Oh, my God. We need to meet this head case. That's okay, crazy. so where does that leave us? Uh, it, it, the second date was at a uh, pizza place, and eh, I think it went all right, but she, she was getting kind of annoyed. Did you get personal pans so that it didn't hurt her arm? Or uh, <laughs> <laughs> The real question is, did you pay? Uh, uh, this time I did. Holy uh, shit. A scale of 1 to 10, how hot was the pizza? That's actually pretty good, pretty good. Uh, probably a 9.5. It was a Festa, so it was pretty great. Oh, yeah, that's a great place. But how is that compared to every other pizza? Because your scale of 1 to 10 for pizza versus my scale <laughs> could be very different. I mean, I love La Festa. I would, I would rate La Festa as a 10. So, so you have low standards. Clearly. <laughs> so, a 10 is low. So you went to La Festa. So let me tell you. Uh, all the girls at my work, they wanted the ins and outs of my dating story. They wanted to know absolutely everything. And when they found out I didn't pay, I got shit on for about two weeks. Like, it was nonstop. They were, they couldn't believe it. Like, literally shit? Uh, yeah, they all took turns. Uh, it, it was kind of awkward, but... Uh, two girls, one Nate? <laughs> it was actually, uh, more than a line of, like, nine... But yeah, Ooh. nine girls, one Pepin. And so I, I, I thought, okay, I, I'll, I'll pay here. I'll pay here. So, you know, we're on the date and we're having a conversation. I'm letting her tell stories and stuff. And I'm trying to like interject a little bit. Kind of, kind of like what we do here, you know, like someone's telling a story and you ask a little clarifying questions. You kind of, but she's getting kind of annoyed with that. She's like, oh, I'm talking here. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And 
then she would just kind of end the story. So it's like, so my dad actually did something like that. Oh, really? Uh, that's interesting. Tell me more. Uh, yeah, so he had this hot sauce and, and, oh, what kind of hot sauce was it? Oh, it was this kind of hot sauce. Oh, okay. And yeah, then, then he didn't like it. Like, it was kind of like just, just dumb stories like that. There's no point to it. What kind of hot sauce was it? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I think the story more specifically was she accidentally spiked her dad's food with hot sauce, and he's actually allergic to hot sauce. Oh, so she tried to kill her father. Pretty much. And, you know, I was, I was asking clarifying questions, and I was trying to get more and more out of the story. <laughs> For your safety. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, probably a good idea. Women are the poisoners. And then she, she as soon as I, like, stopped asking questions because she was getting annoyed, she just kind of like, yeah, he was all right. <laughs> I bet she felt really fucking stupid after that. Yeah. And she makes this big deal about, like, you interrupting, and then she's got nothing to fucking say afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Just ends the fucking conversation, like, oh, well, I guess I shouldn't have been such a fucking bitch. So it sounds like, despite the fact that you paid, this is a, being an awkward date as well. It's mostly like I was kind of pulling the conversation along. Like, she wasn't really doing her part. And then she called me cheap another two times. For you specific reasons? paid this time. What the fuck is this bitch's problem? <laughs> I don't know, like, she found out I had track phone, and she's like, oh, why don't you get a real phone? Because real phone's like 40 bucks a month, and I don't really use it that much. But why don't you get a real phone? Well, you know, it, it, it's a waste of money. You do have a real phone now, though, right? Yeah, but this is when they released their BYOB f- program, and you can get real phones, you know, real smartphones, with the track phone plan. Mm-hmm. They and had a buy-your-own-booze plan? Yeah, uh, yeah, bright. Oh, actually, it's BYOP to be more specific. Oh, okay. Well, I was excited. So th- this day kind of ended up a bit. Uh, eh. Also, one little factor which will be important for the next date's story is she had a fucking hard time finding where this was. Like the directions weren't too bad, but she she couldn't find, figure out where the parking lot was at all. La Festa is awkward to park at. I I I've got to give her that one. So wait a second. You guys went on a third date? Yep, we went on a third date. Jesus Christ. Wow. So my mind was like, okay, first date, it was this bad kind of circumstance. You know, we didn't know the speaker was going to be there and blah, blah, blah. Second date, okay, I wasn't really feeling it then. But third date's a charm, and if it's not working, we'll just end it. Third date was denial. Oh, okay. My whole idea with this whole dating thing was just to go on dates to get experience. It wasn't like to find my perfect match or anything. To get experience points to level up. Yeah. Yes, yes. That yes. is what you have to do. Uh, I am now level two. You've come a long way. Yeah. That is a long way for you, Nate. So. Wow, that was really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really like, offended? I, like, topped the chart tonight. <laughs> like, all right. So, on the third date, since we were going to go to a coffee shop, and I've never been to this coffee shop, but I knew where it was. Pretty close to La Festa. But it's also kind of hard to get to. And so talking to her through text, I kind of make sure, like, okay, I'm going to get there a bit early. And we can meet in the parking lot and walk over there because it's a little, this place a little awkwardly. And so she agreed to that. And then I'm a little weird, a little, I wouldn't say OCD, but I'm a little, I like to double check with things. So, you know, made sure of that, you know, later uh, that day that we're going to do that. And that was the plan. So 7 o'clock rolls around. And that's where we're meeting up. And I don't see her, and she's not answering my texts. And I'm like, so, are you here? And nothing. 
nothing. And she says, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, okay, uh, where are you? And then she gives me a call, and she's like, hey, I've been waiting in the coffee shop for 15 minutes. Where are you? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, the plan was to meet in the parking lot, remember? And we'd, we'd walk there, and she's like, well, I'm here. What do, what do you want? <laughs> so you placed your order, and she paid. So I come in, and she already had a coffee, which is which was nice because I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> And uh, you know, I get myself a coffee, and we're having conversations and stuff. Not very good conversations, because um, this is like the pizza date, except worse. Oh man! It's it's like she start, starts telling a story, and so I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, tell me more. Oh, so that happened. Oh, so that's the end of the story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and. The couple times I did interrupt her, she would get kind of mad, like, I'm talking here. And then she'd send the story. And it was getting really kind of annoying. To be clear, when I do interrupt her and try to get more of the story, the stories go longer. Sometimes they don't, but a lot of times they go longer. And when I don't interrupt her, the stories just end. So this one time I interrupted her, and she got kind of really mad, and it's like, I'm talking here. I'm like, okay, okay. So then she just ends the story. And it's a little bit silent because i um, just trying not to interrupt her. And then she's like, wow, this is awkward. We have nothing to talk about. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and th- this date's not going very well at all. I'm, I'm trying to make the best of it. I'm trying to, like, be funny, make some, you know, tell some good stories and stuff. But, you know, after this, I'm, like, thinking, oh, okay, probably not the third date, but let's just kind of make this nice. And so, you know... It's, it's kind of a undramatic ending, but we decided to cut it a bit short. It was only about, like, maybe a 45-minute date. And walk her to her car, and she's like, okay, I don't think I'm interested in going on another date. I'm like, uh, yeah, me either. Hey, what about, you know, give me a hug. And we hugged and left and never talked to each other again. That's probably for the best. That's fairy tale ending right there. And then you lived happily ever after, never seeing each other again. That is quite true. I mean, and to be honest, when I sh- – so people wanted to see a picture of her. And uh, for for some reason, they only asked after, like, the date stuff ended. And they looked at the picture and said, oh, my God, she has a 100% bitch face. <laughs> like, you should have said no. Like, just just look at that face. You're like, you can tell she's a bitch. Now, I'm not saying she had a bitch face, and I'm not saying, maybe this was me, maybe I was just a terrible date, but I don't know, she did kind of have a bitch face. Bitch no. face can be really hot. I can. I can. You have a nice bitch face. Yeah, it's what I do. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I think that, in my personal opinion, if a, if I'm telling a story and a guy's asking questions, to me... That says, hey, he's fucking listening and paying attention to my fucking story. So that's really impressive to me. And I would have a hard time, like, I have a hard time understanding what the fuck she was thinking. Like, oh, this this guy's interrupting me. Like, no, he, you were asking questions. You were, like, participating in the conversation instead of just, you know, I don't know. It's just me. Did you ever consider being a jerk back? Or at very least being honest with her about how her actions were impacting the conversation or the date? So at this point, I hadn't quite 
how do we put this? So I am typically very nice. I have pulled out the jerky side more recently, but especially at that point, like most people would talk to me and think, yeah, Nate's just very nice. Very, very nice. Some people say that was like a favorite rate. Some people would say I'm like super Christian-y boy. I wasn't Christian, but you know, like I'm perfect model Christian. Like I don't swear. I don't do this. I'm very nice, very polite. And you know, if you know me, I'm not like that at all. Like Steve, obviously you would say even back in high school, I was kind of a jerk. Mm, Arguable. Okay. I was kind of a jerk. Uh, I mean, back in high school, you didn't swear and you didn't do a lot of those things and you were super nice. You and I together were jerks, but I feel like a lot of that was me pushing you into being a jerk. Uh, maybe maybe it's the point. Being but... In, but then again, that's probably just my ego. <laughs> yep. Um, so uh, you say that, that you're really nice and, and maybe at that point you weren't comfortable with being uh, being what you were calling jerky. I argue that if a date is going bad because the other person is not allowing the date to go well, then pointing it out and explaining how you feel isn't rude at all. I think that's extremely necessary if you want the date to continue to move forward in a positive direction. If it's heading downhill, you need to correct it. And sometimes the only way to correct it is to be bluntly honest. Yeah, yeah, I can't disagree with that. And also, you got to show that you have a good perception of reality because if you play into other people's delusions it doesn't make anything better so she's saying uh i keep interrupting her and all this kind of stuff and uh that i keep talking you know another thing was uh i don't stop talking which was not very accurate i can't say uh if it was talking a lot it's only because she was not pulling her side of the conversation yeah. And I was trying to get her into the conversation, like, trying to get her to, like, build off stuff, like, oh, yeah, I did this thing one time, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, do you have any experience with that? You know, what do you know about that? Yeah. But to, to me, it's, I don't know, maybe she, I, again, this is my theory, maybe it's a bad theory, but I think she, on a kind of, like, a unconscious level, maybe found me really attractive and wanted to fuck me. But on the, like, psycho, you know, like, a psychological, mental, conscious level, she's like, not really feeling this and she would try to figure a way to kind of get me to you kind of act against this to kind of stop dating her you know she's like she was making the situation awkward that way i wouldn't want a second date maybe she was trying to um goad you into um standing up to her and something along those lines of saying like standing up for yourself um and she wanted to see if you were willing to to confront her about her being ridiculous some people not like to be kept in line of, well, they're not going to let me get away with all this bullshit. Um, and they like that. Is that kind of where your mind was going when you were torturing the poor girl at the pumpkin festival? Um, no, that's just the way pumpkins make me. Oh, okay. It makes, they make you pumpkin spicy. Exactly. They, um, they, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I just got that. <laughs> Oh, that was good. I know. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we've, we've do had you some... Think, sorry. Do you think that it's necessary to kind of treat a girl like an asshole? Or be an asshole to a girl <laughs> to get them to date you? 
maybe this is why I have not been successful. Again, I, um, I'm, I'm on online dating sites. You can find me there. But, listeners. That sounds really sad when you promote yourself. When, <laughs> when I promote you, it's kind of cutesy and stuff like that. But when you promote yourself, it's really sad, Nate. So this is just my opinion. Take it. Leave it. Do take whatever it. you want just with it. it. Um, I think that you just need to find the right girl. Because I think that if you find someone who's mature and, like, secure with themselves, they're not going to play those fucking games with you. You need to find someone who's ready to have... You need to find a girl who's mature enough and ready to actually have an adult relationship where the guy doesn't act like a fucking asshole and is just nice. Because I think... And I think a lot of girls need to get to that point, or a lot of women need to get to that point. I know that I've had, out of the multitude of guys that I've dated, I've had one nice guy. But I was ready for it, and he was really, really awesome. Don't date him anymore, but highly suggest him. He's a great guy. What's his number? <laughs> um, I can give it to you off air. Okay, okay. So, uh, my advice here, since now we're just doling out advice to Nathan, um, is that <laughs> if I really like, does it really seem like I need this much advice? No, not really. I just, no, I think I, that you should wait to find someone who's going to appreciate you for you. Cause I don't think you should change for anyone cause you're fucking awesome. Pippin. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. My concern would be if you're being too complacent. Like, um, like you're on the date and she's saying things like interrupting you and things like that. And you're just always agreeing, always going along with it. Um, where if you're just honest all the time, that's going to go. I think that if you're finding the right person, you need to find the right person for you, not for the fake dating you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with that. Actually, that's my advice to everybody out there. Just be like me. That so. is actually something I struggle with a lot is is not being like me. Being like you. Yeah, a lot of people struggle with it. It's I'm trying to grow the beard, but it's just it's a bitch, man. It's hard to maintain. This is very true. We all had some some pretty great stories here. Um I think they all really contrast each other quite a bit. Um and I think once again Nathan has taken the cake with being having just amazing stories. Um, but I'm definitely glad that we were all able to to get together and talk about these. I didn't take the cake with the whole. Did you bowl 146? That's a good point. <laughs> Actually, it was 143. Am I am I correct on this? You are correct. Thank you. Oh my god, I'm misremembering already. I I inflated your score. Um, I, I do think it's really important that uh. It's not the only thing that's inflated. And that's where I'm going with this. <laughs> so I think I this has been a great date, Nate. Um, I, I'd love to hear your, your feelings on that. Yeah, so you, you totally have to be honest. And honestly, like, I, you told a story about how you honked the horn and made the car alarm go off, and there's pumpkins. You, you went to Pumpkin Fest, and you even watched the thing drop, and then you ran away. And then you started soliciting other girls on this podcast, and then you call my story sad and pathetic. And then you give me advice, and that advice was to be honest about my feelings. And being honest about your feelings is not just about what's inside, it's about what's on the outside. And what's on the outside are clothing. You had so much good steam there. That was 
That was beautiful. Wait, 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 wait. No, there's more to that. And this cool thing says, Steve, I will not date you again. And that definitely disheartens me. Um, I'm hoping that I can change your mind. Um, maybe we can change that clothing thing. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, see, you see, the clothing has like the words like "Steve, I will not date you." It, I, they I see that. Do. I thought that was kind of awkward, but you know, I was letting it slide. I figured maybe it was a, a joke, and you were going to cover up the "do not want," and you're just going to Steve, I date you. Well, there's Velcro there to throw you off, so I can put a patch there. But the trick there is I haven't actually Velcroed the other patch. You know, like it's just the Velcro on the shirt, not like on the other patch. You know. And I accept that. Uh, I think that it's uh, it's a blessing for the rest of the world if they get the opportunity to uh, to go on a date with you. And I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, yep. it's uh, okcupid.com slash nbeppin. <laughs> Link will be in the description. <laughs> this is Ben. We need a <laughs> Do you want to date this podcast? Well, that's not possible. But what is possible is giving us a rating on iTunes. Also, you can find us at Twitter at WTD1, and we're on Facebook at We Need to Talk Show. We also have a Patreon. Give us money if you really love us, and that'd be amazing. Thanks so much. Also, until next time.